Hi, everybody. Welcome to El Valle Bajo podcast, episode 66, uh, day 213 of getting blocked by our county commissioner, Ileana Olguin, and day 33 for Rene getting blocked by Ruben Reyes. So it is what it is, and here we are, and here we're back. You know what? We're going to start real quick. I want to first thank uh, Rene. How you doing, Rene? Thank you for getting here. Thank you. And uh, Sal. What's up, Sal? Thank you for coming. I'm here. Quick plug. Yes. I plugged somebody. Nutrix supplements, military, uh, law enforcement, and first uh, responders get a 30% off and a lot of free merch. So I just want to plug them real quick. Que se motion, por favor. They will. All right. All right. <laughs> good, good, so, good. So we're going to start off real quick and I'm going to start. By saying thank you to our fans, you know, uh, we're really, we had, we went, me and Sal went to the swearing in of, 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 uh, of Pablo and we're like, what? And they couldn't make it because his daughter's birthday. And, 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 you know, you don't miss your daughter's birthday for nothing. And I'll tell you as being a dad, you don't, but we are, we I mean, we're humbled by our followers. It, it was crazy to meet the people we met. Um, you know, we're, we're so thankful to you guys because, you know, we don't get paid. We really don't get paid. Um, you know, if you want to pay me, pay me with t-shirts. I'm a sucker for t-shirts. I'm a sucker for backpacks, you know, with, with logos on it. Um, but yeah. we're, we're extremely <laughs> humbled by the people we met, the swearing in, uh, me and Sal had a big conversation earlier today about how many people listen to us. You know, I know my circle listens. And, and there's a, a, another circle that says, when are you guys coming out? When are you guys coming out? And, and it's very, very humbling. Uh, and I want to thank each and every one of you for, for listening to us. And you know what? For all the good things, there's bad things. And, and that's where we're going to start today. So starting today, we're going to start talking about uh, our, our unions. Um, you know, those are things that are very important. Um, there's some people losing... losing um, Membership. Members. Yeah, they're losing members. And, and and that was brought to my attention. But, you know, if you're looking for a scapegoat, you should look at yourselves first. Don't be looking outside. Don't be looking to some podcast that nobody listens to and saying, oh, it's because of the podcast we're losing members. No, you're losing members because of you. So, so that that's the first thing I wanted to get off my chest because... You know, for everything good, there's something bad, and that's okay, and we can take both uh, to heart. And so let's start right now. Um, let's start with what happened uh, on May 10th, El Dia de las Madres. Uh, May 10th, there was a swearing in. So I'm going to show you guys right now what happened on May 10th. And let's look at here. Uh, 1858, here it is. Let me show you guys. Can everybody see that? Yes. Thank you, Mr. Blanco. And item E, the final item on our agenda tonight, because we did not have a quorum to begin the meeting, we will not be able to discuss it. So it will be put on a later agenda. Uh, board members, after I adjourn the meeting, if I can have just a couple of moments of your time to go over some upcoming training. Okay, and if there is no further business before this board, we are adjourned, and the time is 5.50.
All right. So that happened. Uh, me and Sal were sitting somewhere in the side. There's a lot of people there. Let me tell you something. I wore a red shirt to that meeting. Let me show you again. I'm going to present it to you again. I wore a red polo shirt. A Socorro shirt. A Socorro high school football shirt that the coach beforehand uh, had bought off. A red, like like a bull. Like those those matador uh, um, <laughs> things. And, and I stood out. I was like, God dang. And that's why I tell you we have a lot of fans because a lot of people did come after me after. And, and if you know me, I'm not, I'm not that kind. Of, Renan knows me well. I'm not going to wear a suit unless you make me. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and those are things. Rene, he wears his suits. He looks sharp. I'm all about a T-shirt and a polo or a, or a sports coat, whatever I can get on. But this was like my wife. My wife doesn't get embarrassed very often. And we all went. And she's like, why is everybody looking at us? What, do you feel attention? And I was like, Every, I mean, everybody was looking at us ugly. And I was like, what did we do? We didn't do anything. But that that was, you know, just think of it. There's like a hundred people on the left side. And I was the only one wearing a red shirt. And I felt kind of kind of like a sore thumb. So let's talk about that. And and Renee, since you're on my top left, uh, you just heard what we heard for the first time. We couldn't have, they didn't have quorum because Morales didn't show up. Okay. And and guess what was in the agenda? The TEA investigation. And you heard the meeting yesterday. It didn't come up. Yeah. Is that a ploy? Is that something that we're looking into now? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, at, at this point, we don't know. I mean, it, it wasn't the agenda. Why didn't he show up? And the other thing is, why wasn't it up on this uh, last night's agenda? So it's it's something suspicious. I mean, I can't I can't really I can speculate, but I just rather wait to see what comes of this. Yeah, it, it was really weird. It was really odd mm -hmm. that it didn't come out yesterday. And we'll get to that to that meeting today. But I don't think it's it's a thing, but they couldn't talk about the TEA investigation and that swearing in, it was okay because I was hungry and I needed to leave. But Sal, you were there. Sal was looking sharp because Sal wore a, uh, a suit. And I was like, I'm underdressed, bro. And and I hadn't cut my hair yet. Look, I haven't even shaved. And, and it was like, these guys were all looking sharp. Uh, what do you think, Sal? You were there. You were like, we all felt it. We're like, wait a minute. Are we in the, I mean, what do we do? It's like we shot JFK or something. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Steph? So, so it was a, a little bit, uh, and, and I'll touch a little bit right now on the TA, but um, because I'm pretty sure uh, yourself and I, uh, we were feeling the same. And so we went because, yes, we went to go support Pablo, but then there's that other side of us, right, which is the podcast, which is, yeah, uh, the accountability, which is the 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 comments where they say, "Hey, that's the guy from the podcast," you know. Right. And so, yes, I I I uh, I, I can uh, share that same sentiment that you had, but at the same time, uh, well, maybe 
it was okay for the TEA not to be discussed. Uh, yeah, Morales didn't show up for whatever reasons, right? But it, it could be probably right now, it's a little bit too early into the game. And so we would have had two incumbents coming in, I mean, two incumbents, two new, newly elected uh, trustees that would have had just to kind of pick up where, where the other ones left off, right? And so it could have been a little bit rushed. So at the same time, um, I, I think me personally, it could have been okay for it to be tabled down the road. So not only that, but we're giving the opportunity for this investigation to, to gain some traction. And so there's not any type of premature uh, discussions or any type of premature uh, assumptions at the same time. But eventually we will start getting a little bit more of that data as we start going in. So that's how I'm looking at it. It could have been a, a good thing because we got uh, Pablo and uh, Richard uh, getting sworn in and it would have been a little bit of just throwing them into the fire that quick. Oh, sorry about that. My wife and daughter just got here and needed to open the door. <laughs> so, okay, thank you. Yes, it, you know, you might be right. You might be right. It was one of those things that um, that we did. That maybe it was too ru too rushed. Maybe it would have been a little bit hard for anybody to 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 just get in and know. You know, not everybody follows uh, what we do. The shenanigans, the shenanigans that we pull all the time. So it's just one of those things that um, that well, you're right. You know, it's one of those things. that sorry, I didn't get all of it. But you know, it, it's it's brand new. Uh, right now, I'm gonna play for you a little bit of of Dr. Kendra. I think I, I, I butchered her name. Uh, Dr. Dr. Kendra was Dr. I'll call her Dr. K. Uh, she went up there and talked very. It was very interesting to hear her speak, and she spoke a lot of truth. And, and before we start, Sal. And Renee, did you guys see, did you guys feel a little bit different with, with this, with this meeting? I'll start with you. So was it a little different for you? Like it was live. It wasn't edited. It didn't come out three days later. It came out right away. It was live as we were, you know, what'd you think? So let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about that. We had that discussion guys. Yeah. We had that discussion of why the, the boards, uh, the meetings were not being live because we were getting uh, the uploaded version on YouTube. Right. And so again, I mean, it's just one of those things that we discuss and somehow the word gets out. And so it could have plugged into somebody's ear and said, Hey, yeah, we need to go back to life because that's how it's supposed to be. So uh, so yes, uh, I was there and it did feel a little strange. I am glad to say and to report to everybody, it was a packed house. There was not one chair uh, unseated and there was an overflow as well too. Well, I was part of the overflow. That's how packed it was. Wow. 
Wow. So, Rene, you saw it as well. What do you think? Was it a little different? We've seen a lot of these, and, and usually we can't have the podcast. We have to wait till Monday because we don't know how many days it takes to, to, to do it. We're back on Wednesdays. Uh, what did you think about the, the meeting yesterday in an overall blanket statement? Well, it's a, a, a breath of fresh air uh, to see it live. Um, like you said, we don't have to wait that long. Um, you can tell. You can tell the difference uh, with this council that came in, got the majority, and you can see that it's shifting. So one of the things that you can take from this meeting is that it was live because the majority of the board is, is the majority that came in, and now it's shifting. So we need to look at how it's going to shift, how it's going to um, help the school district moving forward. But it's, it's like I said, it's great because now we're looking at it live the way it should be. Everybody else goes live. So I don't know why uh, the Socorro Independent School District wasn't posting it live. But I'm, I'm glad for the change. That's, yeah, it was very odd for, mm -hmm. a, for a while where, you know, I remember the last meeting was when one of the teachers asking for help because she was sick and you didn't hear those, you didn't hear that anymore. And, and you can tell that Espinosa had full control, full control of everything that happened there. And, and it's very sad because that was, that's mostly a dictatorship. Uh, so that's sad. So let's get on with the podcast. We're moving on to yesterday's meeting. Uh, it was exciting uh, to see Pablo up there, to see Mr. Castellano, uh, to see, you know, it was, it was different. And, and, and you can tell, I will, I'll show you one of the big differences right now. So let's, let's go to uh, our Dr. K, because uh, I don't want to butcher her name. And she has a very good, uh, and she talks very well uh, about certain things about the district that have changed and the old and the new. Our next speaker is Dr. Catherine uh, Kyle Ken Kendall. If she's here, welcome. Good evening. I am Dr. Catherine Kirkendall. I am a mom of five children. Three of my children attain James, attend James B. Butler Elementary and two are not yet of school age. As a parent, one of my main concerns is having my children at school for in-person, traditional, face-to-face -face instruction. In order to best serve all students, the, the district must completely separate any virtual learning from face-to-face -face instruction. Offering virtual school is not a bad thing in itself. However, it can negatively impact the education of all students if it is not run appropriately. The only way to offer virtual instruction without negatively impacting the education of the students and the experience of both the students as well as the teachers is to have a separate virtual academy that runs at its own campus with its own principal, staff, and teachers. The virtual academy should not be a subset of a brick and mortar school. It should be its own entity. It is not fair to the teachers, the administration, or the students for a campus to be juggling both. My second concern is the amount of time my children have spent on devices even while attending in-person school. I understand the district has already attained a one-to-one -one ratio for devices for the students due to the pandemic. There is a need and a purpose for technology as a supplemental tool, even in traditional learning settings. However, it should not be used to replace human interactions, such as 
face-to-face -face instruction, group work, social and peer interactions, hands-on learning, unstructured play at recess, or physical education. It is critical that children not only learn academics, but that they learn how to develop relationships and interact with others off of the screen. My final concern I'd like to address is the lack of effective communication between the board and the community. Communication needs to go both ways. Parents need to voice their concerns and feel like they can. At the same time, board members need to respond to parent communication. I was asked to be on the parent panel for planning the 2020-2021 school year. All parent microphones were muted. A PowerPoint with an already decided on plan was presented and questions written in the chat were left unanswered. It is disingenuous to create a parent panel where parents have no input. Having a meeting to check a box is not true parent involvement. During this school year, my communication has been ignored at the campus, district, and board level. This blatant disregard for parent input creates an unnecessary lack of trust between parents and those who act on behalf of the district. The board is to represent the public and be the link between the community and the school system. However, the actions of the board regarding the appointing of the new trustee at large have shown a general disrespect for community members. With only a portion of the old board and no newly elected board members present, the board filled the vacant trustee at large position with the candidate who lost the re-election bid for the seat two years ago. The people who the board by definition should represent voiced their opinion through public election and the board reversed the results. This was disrespectful to several parties. The current board members who were not part of the interview or selection process, the newly elected board members who will be working with the new trustee for a minimum, at minimum, the next two years, community members who went to the polls and cast their vote for who they wanted to represent them, and the 14 other candidates, myself included, who took the time to apply and interview for a position that was seemingly never available to anyone aside from Mr. Nehera. It is our responsibility to help every student achieve their highest potential as a learner and a citizen. Parents cannot be involved if they are not informed and a lack of transparency will always result in a lack of trust. Communication and collaboration between the school board and the community needs to be consistent, transparent, and honest to give the kids in our community the best education and experience possible. I'd like to thank you for the opportunity to speak at this meeting. I am happy to discuss these concerns further when there is no set time limit and an interactive discussion can take place. Feel free to contact me personally. I know some of you already have my contact information. It's time to use it. Thank you. Boss. God damn. <laughs> oh man, Jesus. You should have seen the overflow, Alex. Standing ovation. Híjole, no, bro. Standing ovation. It's like, it's like, it's a brand new district. Like, all right, let, we can talk. Like, we, it, I don't know how, why it took so long for 11 years to, or longer or less, I don't know, for it to be this way. Like, you know, I've never paid attention to school board as much as I do now. But, Espinosa had it wrapped tight. He had it wrapped really tight. He knew what to edit. He knew who not to get put on, on the YouTube. He knew it, it would take a couple of days to edit that out. That's illegal in, in all sense of form. But she talked a whole bunch of stuff. 
how to have a separate school, uh, one virtual, one face-to-face, -face, because it's very hard for teachers right now. Very hard to do both, but we're expected to do both. So there you have it. Teachers do it. Um, community uh, communication between the board and the community. She talked about uh, being muted during during parent meetings. Uh, the PowerPoint, everything was already decided. So all you had to do was touch a button, and they just did it for transparency. So so it was weird. Uh, what is this meeting? Uh, meeting to check uh, campus district board. Uh, so she doesn't get it. This 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 young lady, this woman, uh, doctor, uh, goes to the campus, doesn't get anything, and she's from James Butler. Okay, I don't know who who who's the principal there. But they need to change it because she went to the campus, nothing happened. She went to the district, nothing happened. She went to the board, nothing happened. That's that's Socorro. So the the A rating, they wrote that. They wrote the coattails off that. That's horrible. The appointment of Najera. Me and Renee went. She went too, and I know somebody else. So that's four, four very qualified people to be at large, but they got the good old boy. That's, that's, that's their problem. Uh, he, he, she mentioned he lost two years ago. The voice of the people was reversed. Um, it's just lack of transparency. Everything that Pablo and, and Castaneda ran on and all the other incumbents, Mr. Martinez as well, uh, Carrasco and all them, transparency and, and she talked, she just laid it out. So I'm gonna start with Renee. What do you think, Renee? What do you think of Ms. K, Dr. K, I'm sorry. Well, the first thing I wanna say uh, is that there is a law that they cannot edit the video. But what I believe that they've been doing is withholding it for a couple of days so that everybody can forget it and then posting it. Um, the other thing is, is that uh, the teacher is correct. I mean, she understood. But one of the things that you have to get out of that is what she said. She was put in that in that commission so that the parents can voice their concerns and address right. right. But what she did say is what happened to us when we were at this at at uh for the Socorro uh, High School. Okay. Right. Right. They gave us a sheet with what the district wanted, not what we wanted. Right. Okay. You remember that? They yep. gave us a list of what they wanted and said, here, we want you guys to uh, tell us which one you want first. And that's what she was referring to is that then why do you want us in the first place? If you're already going to do what you want to do, why do you want our inputs just to tell you which one goes first? I mean, that's nonsense. It's ludicrous. And I agree with her 100%. If you want an actual input, you bring a blank piece of paper and you let us write down what we want. That is the true, true uh, 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 discussion. Um, I, I do believe that also you should be able to talk to your, your representatives. Right. Um, I know that the law doesn't permit for you to have an open dialogue in, in there. But I mean, if you have a town hall, nothing prevents you from that. Right. 
have a town hall yeah have it have it there so that people can see it uh it should be live so that people can call in those are great things to do because the community can that that's a good outreach um and and you can have your 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 parents as well as students that are able to to want to uh, address it to the board you know or, or even to a board member you know um but that's one of the things that that they should do right um all in all um i know that what she said about about mr nahira being appointed when when he lost his reelection bid um i think that um Uh, the voice of the people. I understand what she was trying to insinuate. Um, I also said it uh, before is that the correct way to do is just plug somebody here until November so that they can go into a November election and fill that position till then. I think that is the correct and right way to do it. Um, And you heard it. She wasn't the only one to voice that concern. So, um, you know, she, she has a good all around valid points. Um, and, and it's good. It's good. Yeah. You know, it was, it's one of those things that, you know, she's James Butler area. James Butler is above the freeway, but they have the same concern as we do. And the one thing that, that we're trying to, it's a powerful versus a powerless. And, and, and the board had the old board had all the power and I'm going to show, hopefully I can, we'll show it right now. And I'll show you a difference between the old board and the new board. And, and, and it is what it is. Uh, Sal, what do you think? What do you, what do you get from this? So let me just let you know that now that you're picking up on Butler, they were a lot of representation from Butler. Yeah, a lot, a lot of kids. They, they were there. So I'm talking about a doctor. I'm talking about students. And I'm talking about parents. They were there. And so you just brought up a valid concern that I picked up as you were giving your discussion, your, your, your point of views. And so then what's going on at Butler? Yeah, what what's is going on? Because there was a large representation and who is the, the trustee? And so I hope that whoever has that side, uh, that trustee is uh, lending an ear because there was a lot of representation there yesterday. And so they were a lot of valid uh, concerns that not only administration needs to look at, but that trustee needs to get involved. So whoever it is, hey, Butler uh, was, was representing yesterday with a lot of valid concerns. That's one. Yeah. The second thing is that before coming into the podcast, um, you know, I'm not an educator, but I do have a lot of connections with educators. I showed them that clip. Give me your feedback. What is it that 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 you you all think? Because we are about to do a podcast, and so I want to share that sentiment. So this is coming straight from teachers. They do agree that uh, doing double duty is hard. Yeah, very hard. Doing double duty online and doing in person, it's very difficult and it's very challenging. So I did not receive back any negative feedback or saying I disagree with uh, Dr. K in regards to that. In matter of fact, uh, for those that have iPhones, uh, I got a bunch of emojis like, like the clapping hands. And so, uh, so she spoke to a lot of truth in regards to that. And, and so what caught one 
of the comments that I received back was that, well, we're just teaching. We're not necessarily teaching for the ones online, but we're teaching the ones in the classroom because they're right there. Right. Everybody else is just an audience. So yes, it's very difficult to, to be in, in two different places when you physically have students in the classroom and they're asking for your attention. And so it's really hard to engage to the ones that are online. And so those are the challenges. Um, the third one that I really did like, and, and this, is, this was the standing ovation that I was talking about earlier, was that when she spoke against uh, the old board in regards to getting Nakeda in there. Yeah. And so that was the standing ovation that I was talking about. And they stood up until she left the pulpit. And so, um, so it was very, very interesting, very enlightening to not hear it from the podcast guys, but to hear from somebody else that this is the stuff that we've been telling our audience, this is what's been going on. So, you know, for anybody that is saying that, you know, these are opinions or, or we're opinionated, no, those were the facts. Yeah. And we've been sharing the facts with everybody. And so this just proves to our audience, uh, a doctor mentioning the same sentiments that we have. And, and a doctor in a different part of the area of, of Socorro ISD, a mm -hmm. doctor who, will by definition be maybe a, a medical doctor uh, who lives above the freeway. Uh, and we live down here uh, below the freeway Socorro. All of us are core residents by the grace of God. And, and here we are having the same sentiments. It's because the old school board ran what they wanted to run. And thank goodness that everybody won who needed to win and flip that board. And it was about time. And, you know, where, where are all the fake ballots that people were talking about? We're waiting for those to come in and they never did. So, you know, and, and, and let me tell you something else, Sal, about yesterday and Renee. Uh, West Texas Alliance showed up yesterday and the Socorro Education Association showed up yesterday. Uh, the bus drivers from uh, both, both unions showed up. They both showed up and they both spoke about not getting paid what they're supposed to be. Not that they're supposed to, but... Uh, the, the pay increase for living wages. And that's something that, that, that is very dear to my heart. And, and they should really raise their wages up a little bit to, to combat whatever they have to combat because guess what? They're not full-time employees. So the, they went up there. Uh, it takes a lot of guts to go up against your school board. But let me tell you, you can now. Before, there was a lot of retaliation. And we'll get to more of that right now. But let me tell you, West Texas Alliance showed up yesterday. Uh, Socorro Education, Socorro Education Association showed up yesterday with their bus drivers and and spoke. And it takes a lot of guts to do that. And and those are things that uh, AFT didn't show up to talk. I guess they don't have anything to talk about uh, anymore. So they don't own the board. So they're it is what it is. Moving on, uh, we go to to something we said last week. There's a couple of things we said last week and we need to fix right now. But you know what? No, let's go back. We still have something more left. I'm sorry. Uh, let's talk. Let's see Mr. Eddington. Eddington. Can't pronounce his last name. Mr. Eddington is our... Rene is our... Engineer. 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 District engineer. 
he's our district engineer. So there's a conversation here um, that you can see a little bit of tension or a little difference in the school board. So let's see what we can see here. I'm going to rewind a little bit because we missed the conversation. Right there. Can you hire the, uh, the volume? Let me see if I can. All right, let me try here. Right there. Complete. I'll answer any questions. Can you hear it? No. I have one question. Yes, sir. I recently took a tour of Hershey no. Twine, and I know the campuses that are converted from an elementary no. middle school. No, not at all. But they left the restrooms for how about there? Small children. Yes. That did anything? Yeah, we'll we'll look at that. We should have addressed that in some of the cases, uh, but yeah. So let me let me tell you what happened there because Mr. Uh, Mr. Castellano, you're hearing us speaking to this mic because you're making the podcast harder than it's need to be. Um, <laughs> don't make it hard on us. We already don't have money for other stuff. So Mr. Castellano went to tour Herschel Antwine, okay? He went to tour Herschel Antwine, which was an elementary, which was a combo, and now it's only a middle school, okay? So we went to tour, and they're like, hey, the, the potties are down here. When the kids are up here, right there, and the kids are down there, and and they're like, well, what are you gonna do about it? And then so Mr. Einstein has a very interesting. That's a very interesting conversation. Let's see if we can. He, you can hear Mr. Einstein. You just can hear Mr. Mr. Uh, Castellanos. So Mr. Castellanos, like, Acho, speak into the mic because it's hard for us to do a podcast. I recently took a tour of Herschel Antoine and I know the campuses that were converted from an elementary to a middle school. But they left the restrooms for small children. Is that being addressed in anything? Yeah, we'll we'll look at that. We should have addressed that in some of the cases. Uh, but yeah, they should be uh, age appropriate. And so I'll look at that. Timeline for that? Are you just going to start looking into it? Uh, we'll, we'll get started this summer on. We'll We'll get started in the summer, bro. Chill out. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You can tell Mr. Castellano was not pleased with that answer. Uh, you know what? We've been watching school board meetings for a while now. And that's never happened. Uh, okay, so let's keep going with this. I got one question, uh, President Morales. I noticed that a lot of the Valley schools, their restrooms are pretty much outdated. You know, I've even talked to some of the constituents and they said when they passed by, even before pre-pandemic, um, the restrooms, they were there. They were the same when they were there. So, you know, I want to look into seeing if we can update those because again, those honestly, sometimes they even said there can be a health concern as well. Well, I know that we are uh, doing new restrooms at Rojas outside, next to the gym, and uh, there might be another. I need. There's four schools that, in the uh, uh, auxiliary schools that are getting some upgrades to the restrooms that were basically just for the last 18 years have been the storage room. So in Rojas, we are updating 
at least the restaurants next to the auxiliary gym and I'll, I'll get the other schools, but we'll, we'll have to look at that uh, at the other schools to see what we can do uh, with the restrooms upgrade. All right, appreciate it. All right, so he talks about the Valley. Paolo brings up the Valley about restrooms as well. Hey, restrooms are a necessity, bro. We need them. So I didn't say it's like, well, you know, that's gonna come along, that's coming along. Uh, let me find out. Okay, cool. Now it gets interesting. Check it. Mr. Morales, you better speak into the mic. Can you lower, the, can you higher the volume? That's it. That's how it goes, bro. The timeline is to when we get that picture cleared and how we can look at that. On, on what? The restaurants upgrade? On the concerns about the restaurant. I believe you said. Well, it's going to take some money. So, you know, my budget doesn't have any money in it. And it's not this a part of the. I mean, you converted it to a middle school and you didn't anticipate. Well, that, yes, that. Do you see the little tension now? Where's the accountability? Now there's accountability. Now there's accountability. Do you, Mr. Morales, good for you, president, you board president. He was nervous, but it's okay. He goes, uh, what's the timeline? Not what's the timeline? Uh, for what? For the restrooms. Mr. Castellano comes in. He goes, well, why is there why why am I waiting when you're supposed to do it when you convert it to a middle school? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, oh, oh that we we kind of we kind of messed up on that. Okay, let's keep on going and see what else we can get. That we can handle, but the yeah. middle school, you know, the elementary school, if we're gonna be looking at uh, schools down in the valley and upgrading restrooms and stuff. I'll just have to do a study on that and see what the cost is going to be. Thank you. If you could do that, mm -hmm. I appreciate it. Uh, there's a difference on that board now. I'm going to start with Sal. Sal, there's a difference with that board. Can you tell me what it is? <clears throat> Accountability. I mean, you just said right now. So let me uh, enlighten the, the, the audience here because um, I, I, I've been here ever since, and I didn't have this conversation with Pablo whatsoever, but I do agree with, with uh, what he meant or what he said. So the engineer mentioned something about uh, the restrooms that are auxiliary to the gymnasium. I'm gonna take my audience, let's take the audience, when was that? This was during the time when Hueco, Escondrias, Rojas, and Healy had football teams. Wow. So the middle schools were not around. Sanchez and Socorro Middle were not around. So the elementaries back then, they used to be from pre-K to eighth grade. Mm -hmm. because there was no middle schools yeah so those restrooms are since Ooh. then Ooh. and i went to rojas when it opened i was a fourth grader there at, at that school so i've been out of school for more than 20 years that's for sure and so those restrooms have not been changed out nor the main restrooms how I know that is because uh, 
I used to, I, I went to Rojas a couple of times for some events and, and I was like, man, this school hasn't really changed much. I mean, it's old. And so the facility's old, but you could see where no money has been pumped into these schools. Yeah, they talk about now with the, with the new bond that, that, that well, the, the old bond, right? The, I think it's the 2017. Yeah. Now they're having these gym, gymnasiums built and stuff like that. But I'm talking about those storage rooms. And I know for a fact, the ladies was the volleyball and the men's was the football team and the basketball. And so I'm taking you guys back to those days. Damn, that's a long time. Ooh, gross. Ooh, gross. <laughs> Renee, you as a city council, as an at-large here for the city of Socorro, have had run-ins with Mr. Iington. You're not his biggest fan. I don't think a lot of people are. Uh, he says, give me money. Give me money. Uh, I know for a fact, and I need to make my research. I won't say it, but there was a couple of items up in the one hundred to $300,000 or even less than that, maybe $30,000 that the school board approved in, in April. And we'll go back and do our research before we say anything. And that was like easy. Here you go. But now we're here in it. Our lower valley schools, your kids attend. The bathrooms are not up to, we're going to have to make a study. We're going to have to make a study. What do you think? Um, he's just killing time. Going to waste our taxpayers' money to make a study. What do you need a study for? What do you need a study for? Get a 12-year-old kid next to the urinal, and you're going to see that he doesn't fit in there. Give me a break. What study is that? You want to spend thousands of dollars for a study that I could just get my 12-year-old, my 11-year-old my, my boy, put him next to the urinal, and I can give you that. Really? You just want to waste our taxpayers' money. Um, one of the things is that he's get being called down on it. Uh, as you can see, he's always snickered. Uh, he's always yeah. talked back. You know, I had the, the pleasure of having a meeting with, with uh, Dr. Spinoza, with Ayantin, with the... Um, uh, Lower Valley Irrigation, uh, and this is in the same meeting, uh, uh, Paul Guerra and Paul Garcia, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Dumbo. Um, and we were there, we were there talking about uh, the crossings over the irrigation and that the Soco city of Socorro needed um, uh, 60 feet of right away. He was like, no, we can't do it. Yeah, you can. You can't tell me no. I work for DJ Contractors. And that was the first time that I got to see this guy in action, uh, he was very obnoxious and rude to me, even though I called the meeting um, and Mr. Espinosa didn't even calm him down. I turned around, I asked our city manager that what would happen if her subordinate, uh, which was Victor Rueta, would do that? Uh, she said it wouldn't happen, would not happen. And you can see it on this meeting, how he's very arrogant, how he thinks he's above everybody and knows it all. Um, and he might, he might, maybe that's why he's an arrogant man, but you don't talk back to your superiors because you're their subordinate. Right. Well, actually the subordinate of the, of the super, but nevertheless, you're still a subordinate and, and it goes back to the same thing. 
he's getting called out. He's the 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 district engineer. He should be doing that a long time ago. He he messed he messed it up when they turned that from an elementary to a middle school. Who dropped the ball? He did because he's the engineer. So therefore, whose fault is it? Is he getting reprimanded on that? I don't know, but he sh somebody should call him out on it. He's part of the powerful, so well, and power, that's and the that's, powerful don't get and it. that's one of the things is that now this board is coming in and trying to fix every all the wrongs. They're gonna take time for it to happen, but it's it. This is a a a testament to they are gonna come in and they're gonna start uh, holding people accountable on all the wrongs that have been done or why didn't you catch it because you didn't do your job. It's right. plain and simple. You did not do your job. Exactly, and and you hear it right in the nose, Renee. You dealt with him personally, and he did something. He he did it wrong. He did us wrong. And it took whatever it took to get that, that deal going to give us a right away. But I'm going to go back and stick it with Mr. Ainton. I'm going to go back to something that happened a while back, April 20th, the last meeting. And, and, and I saw this. I, had, I told Sal, Sal about this. And it was really weird. I, I, I think I texted you today about it. But uh, it was one of those things that caught my eye. And I, I don't know how I felt about it. So let me show it to you and see what you guys think. And if you guys see what I see or hear what you, and this is a conversation between him and Mr. Guerra. I hope everybody speaks into the mic. Listen real quick, listen. Writing's not that easy, but Grammarly can help. Sorry. This sentence is grammatically correct. One is what I want to show you. The road in the middle. I'm not in the, I didn't say anything about that. I want to show you the real vista and our three crossing that we've crossed the canal and completed. Did you see that? Did you pick that up? Mm -hmm. I'm going to play it again. That who's the guy that's laughing is Gary Ganara. Okay. I'm not in I didn't say anything about that. I want to show you the <laughs> real vista and, I don't know and our left three me. crossing that we've crossed the canal. In crossing the canal. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> crossing the canal, Gary Gondola laughs. That's what I'm trying to tell you is that it was to be up. The powerful, the powerful, the board, the engineer, the superintendent, the powerful. <laughs> Let's laugh at the powerless. The teachers, look at us having a great time here. If we're having a great time, you're having a great time. That's 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 the board. The board was laughing with him because he was gonna say it, and I don't I don't think he meant it in a bad way. But they turned it into a bad thing, crossing the canal. Okay? My mom crossed the canal. My mom used to cross the canal. She called the Rio Bravo, the Rio Grande. She crossed it and gave us a better life. She got beat by Border Patrol and all that good stuff. She went through all that. So I find it a little offensive, crossing the canal. Gary Gandara thinks it's funny. Uh, I've heard another female voice think it's funny. 
But he, you know, he also tried to do the the guns up for Texas Tech too. And oh, Texas Tech! And guess what happened? <laughs> you were there, Sal. Nobody laughed. Cause it's not fun time. School board is not fun time. School board is 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 get the stuff done for our people. Uh, let's start with Sal. What do you think, Sal? Am I am I overthinking this or? Nah, and and this is just a message for overall. I'm nobody to, to to give that accountability to to any of these administrators or, or or so what. But um, we have two um, newly elected uh, trustees, and so it's very disrespectful when we hear this type of uh, or even see it because we're seeing it with our own eyes, right? Right. Uh, very disrespectful when, when you don't even give the common courtesy to, to, um, to somebody that was elected in. And so my sentiment might be a little bit different when it talks, when we're talking about Gandara, I mean, uh, Nakira, because the people did not vote for him. The people, he was, he was appointed. And so that might be a little bit uh, different uh, sentiment for myself, but he does hold a position. He does hold the position. And so, so I'm, I'm, I'm saying that there's gotta be a level of respect to be granted. But who I'm speaking here about um, is, is uh, uh, Mr. Barrera and Mr. Castellanos, that it doesn't matter wherever they go, whether it's visiting a school, whether it's visiting uh, elementary, a middle school, a high school, that we, the people, casted a vote and, and is our representative. I don't care who you are, whether you're a principal, an assistant principal, or you're the secretary that has been there for years, you have to give proper respect to, to that elected official. And so now we're seeing an engineer in front of the board, because at this point, I'm not at the overflow anymore because all the kids left and, and uh, the parents left. And so I came into the main uh, boardroom and I was there and I saw that. And I was so pissed. I was so pissed because the, the disrespect that this engineer had and had the courage to, to, to be disrespectful in front of everybody previous board and the new board, there were, he was just totally disrespectful. And so that is sad because these are now employees. And if HR was there in the building, then HR should be calling them in, whether you're assistant superintendent all the way down to, to whoever you are, HR should have been calling them and say, do not let that happen again. You might not have liked who is elected, but you will, you will give that proper respect and render that respect. So, um, so I'm just calling it out for what it is because people need to get over it. People need to start working because this is who we wanted for us to represent our communities because this is exactly what we needed, exactly what uh, Mr. Barrera and exactly what Mr. Castellanos did 
and Mr. Morales that they called out this engineer, give us time frame. Yep. When are you going to get it done? When is this going to happen? Versus the other one, you just show a clip where Mr. Gandara, 11 years, and all he had to show for was laughter. Yep. That's why he's out. That is the reason why he's out. Because, yes, like you just mentioned, it was the mob. And so the mob is no longer there. And so now people, administrators, you got to get it. You got to move on. Because if you're not going to move on, then there's other districts that you guys could go apply for. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Sal. Renee, uh, I know you're not immense for words. Let me know. What do you think? Well, I'm, I, you know, I, you know where I stand with, with Ayinton. Uh, I think he's just an arrogant man. Uh, it shows the lack of disrespect for, for his uh, superiors and, yeah. um, and he's being called out on it. So um, good for the board. Uh, the board should look into it as, as time goes by, see how his, um, his temperament, uh, is if he straightens out. Um, but you really have to look at all of the inefficiencies on that department. Um, is that the only school that, that was transformed and, and, and didn't have the required engineering to to uh for the children um or are there any other other schools so those are things that you have to look at and address in the future um you know i can i can usually do the the same spiel but i'm just gonna say it this way uh the board is is coming around the board is is really looking into uh job performance uh, the inadequacies of that department. So um, it's it's a good step in the right direction. Thank you, Renee. Yeah, and, and, and I know Paso del Norte, I used to work there, is now a middle school by itself. It used to be a combo school. Mm -hmm. So people who are from the El Dorado area, make sure you get your bathrooms for your kids. So, um, but it is what it is. And here we're going on to the last thing, guys. From the board meeting, uh, everybody stayed up for this, but they didn't make a decision. So let's see what happens here at the end. And this is after they come out of executive. So Still back in session. Time is nine ten. Thank you for your patience. Uh, the meeting. The meeting is to be closed. Uh, our meeting. Is that New business. Okay. Uh, number 10, new business uh, discussion and possible action regarding the selection of an, an appointment of an interim superintendent and establish terms of the employment. Mr. Blanco. Um, thank you, uh, Board President Morales, members of the board. We had a discussion in closed session about your options for reviewing and possibly selecting and appointing an interim superintendent. Um, the board during that discussion would like for Mr. Morales is the board president to contact the short list of individuals who were identified and gauge interest of those individuals and then bring back interested parties to the board for final action. That will occur at a future special meeting. And right now what you need is just a motion to authorize the board president to proceed as discussed in closed session and contact the short list of individuals who were identified. Motion to proceed. Second. Any other discussion? Any other? Who was the second? 
Motion was made by um, Mr. Popo. Yes. Barrera. Uh, second by Mr. Mena. Thank you. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. All those opposed? So that's that. Um, they're going to, uh, they didn't choose anybody there yesterday. Um, they are going to uh, contact a short list of people. Uh, we don't know who. I'm hoping it's out of district because of the shenanigans that we're in right now from the district, from inside the district. So um, that was yesterday's meeting in a, in a nutshell. But let's move on. And, and we have a couple of things we need to correct here. Uh, just for the record, uh, yesterday, last time we did speak about the vote that was 6-0 for Mr. Espinosa's separation. Over half a million dollars went to Mr. Espinosa for leaving work. Okay? He got over $600,000 to leave work. Let that sink in. Okay? We have to use our sick leave to go to the doctor and come back. Some of us do. Or take a half day or whatever you have to do, teachers. But a lot of the times, if you're an administration up, you can do whatever you want and not have to use your sick leave. Because I remember, um, you know, they paid him for his sick leave. Okay? Because superintendents don't have to answer to anybody except the board. And I don't think the board is checking up on them. But uh, Mr. Morales and Mr. Mena abstained. That wasn't reported on the news. We reported it wrong. So we are fixing it now. Mr. Morales and Mr. Mena did abstain. And the vote was only 4-0. So we're talking about Gandara, uh, Najera, Cindy, Ms. Rodriguez, no longer there, and Mr. Guerra. One, two, three, four. Yes, I can count. Four people said, go, go. You, I, you don't want to be here anymore, but here's your gift of $600,000. Here you go. 11 teacher salaries, maybe new bathrooms for the Lower Valley. Maybe Herschel Antoine gets new bathrooms. With $600,000. So, I don't know. Rene, you know, we made a mistake. We're fixing it. But what do you think? 4-0. Not 6-0. 4-0. Well, that's good. Um, we thought and we believe that uh, it was the complete board. Um, so, I'm glad that they didn't. Uh, but you can see... You can see. I'm, I'm more curious as to what the makeup of this board would have been if they would have taken the vote. Because I will say one more time. One more time. If it was my employee telling me I am resigning, I no longer want to work, you ain't getting another check from me. Why is it that we're poning up taxpayer money to pay somebody who threw in the towel and said, no mas? Why? Why, why, why? Mm. Once there's separation, I would understand if the board wanted to terminate his contract. There is a difference, and it is built in to 
uh, contracts where if the employer wants to terminate an employee, then they're subject for a compensation, okay? But not the other way around. Right. So why did they take it upon themselves to give him $600,000, over $600,000 for somebody that threw in the towel and said, I no longer want to work for you. You would have gotten zero if I was in that board. Zero money. And my, me too, probably, because I still cry at night for not being at large. Uh, Socorro ISD. Now, tell me, man. Tell me. Come on, oh. this. Four, zero. Not six. Mira. Six? No. Four. Well, we reported what was out in the news. Yeah. Uh, the the other two Guerra and who was it Morales? Yeah, uh, we the, the news was the news was there. They could have said, "Hey, we didn't vote for him," and so uh, I, I don't have any record, or do we have any record in regards to the the public in regards to them? Uh, not you know to them saying that they didn't uh, give the vote. Right. So, so in a way, I mean, yeah, we're correcting it because now we have uh, further information, but on hand, that's what was being reported. And so, um, so we reported basically on what, what we had with that information. So call it for what it is. I mean, if you want to call it a mistake, a correction, eh, it, it is what it is, but we, we reported on instinct that that's what was being said. Um, with the dollar amount that you just said and, and what Renee was saying, I want to say that that was yesterday, uh, somebody also mentioning uh, those numbers. And so, um, uh, you know, kudos to that person. I think it was the nurse practitioner that was out there speaking. Yeah. And, and um, she did mention that, that, you know, there was, there was a superintendent no longer wanted to work for the school district. And so why did uh, that superintendent, uh, and, and it was, the question was being directed to the previous board. It was not said the current board, it was said to the previous board. And we know that uh, we still have uh, some uh, trustees from the previous board. And so that question was being directed to them of saying, why is it that you gave them a dollar amount? And right. so, uh, so yeah, it was, it was a very good board uh, board meeting yesterday. Um, one of the reasons why I wanted to also attend was to get a feel for. Right. And so, you know, um, giving you guys a little bit of the insight of what I saw. And so we had uh, not only some students, uh, elementary kids uh, speaking out, uh, uh, but we had uh, professionals and we had uh, parents at the same time. And so, the, and, and we had employees too, uh, SISD employees um, speaking out. And so uh, I am glad that uh, this board, um, you know, I can't really speak for everybody, but uh, I could see the, the engagement that uh, Mr. Barrera and Mr. Castellanos and to include Mr. Morales, um, the engagement that they had with the with the with the public comment and so um 
you know, uh, so so we'll, we'll, we'll take it as a win. Uh, so we're moving into the right direction. There's a lot of work that needs to be done, but at least it's, it's, it's moving along. Right, thank you, Sal. Uh, Go ahead, Alex, Go ahead. real quick. Just to add to, Sal, uh, to Sal's uh, comment. Yes, we didn't misspoke, okay? We didn't misspoke about uh, the vote because we saw it in the news. Right. So therefore we were repeating what the news was saying. Um, but all of this could have been resolved if the school had it live. That is, and that is a key thing that I was explaining in the morning, Mr. And, and Sal, you, 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 you said it too, is that now this board is a new board, a new board today. I mean, yesterday, and it was live. Why couldn't they do it before? Because right. they didn't want information to be out. They wanted for them to just throw it under the rug and nobody catch it. So therefore, when we miss, we didn't misspeak. We said what the news reported we took it as as truth and we disseminated that same information but if it was live we three do our homework sell you would you would really say hey no 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 it was four because we would have caught that if it was live so yeah. you know now you're going to see in future podcasts that us three are going to be doing our homework because we're going to be looking at it live when That's we come true. back. So it, it will be better. And, yeah. and just to throw that is that it wasn't our fault. We reported what the news did, but if it was live, if those uh, meetings were live, we wouldn't be in this predicament saying and retracting what we said. Right. Exactly. Good Thank point. You. Thank you guys. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know what? I didn't even get it from the news. We got it from people that we know were texting us. And I think it was right away. I think the day next day I text you guys, right? Uh, uh, Mr. Martinez texted me and said, bro, it was 4-0. It wasn't 6-0. So no, but the news did say it that day. <laughs> so that's why I didn't. I said how, you know, and I was disappointed in, in uh, the other two board members. Yeah. Because it, they did report it that but, it was over. Yeah, but after the podcast, Martinez did. Mr. Martinez that was on the podcast last week. Did say did text us and said or text me and said it was four zero. So <laughs> Mena and Morales did vote, but they wanted to clear the air, and we appreciate them very much for doing so. So moving on, uh, Mr. I had a conversation with Mr. Paul Guerra. Uh, he had a, a, a dispute about some of the monies that we talked about. Uh, he did say that the twenty five hundred he got for the from El Paso General um, was not Crete. He said it was not Creed, it was not Hunt, and he said he never met anybody illegally for money. So we're going to pass that information on to you, and Mr. Guetta, we do appreciate you uh, listening, and we appreciate you uh, uh, telling us your point of view, which is great, and that's what we want. Also, I did ask him about the law firm he got $300 from, and he said that uh, it's a law firm from Austin. And they collect taxes, I believe, uh, for school districts. So they gave him $300, which is, I guess, okay. I mean, it's on his comp, uh, finance report. So it is what it is. Uh, I thank, want to thank Mr. Guerra for reaching out and telling us um, about his, his uh, position on the monies. 
Uh, I did talk to Mr. Martinez and he said he's going to look into it as well. So now moving on. Wait, wait, wait. I want to add something to that yeah. too. Since, um, what was his name? Um, the one that said about uh, Houghton giving money. Mr. Martinez. Mr. Martinez, right. When you're going to do something like that and come out and say it, at least have documentation because then we don't want to continue a lie or, or, or no. continue that. Right. You know, no, we're, we're we, we, we want to do our homework. You know, we, we do. Like, yeah. for example, uh, Mr. Castaneda, Mr. Castaneda, right, received yeah. $1,863.50 from uh, empowered Educate. educators. Right. And the thing is, is that his wife was there right. on that one. And they're the only ones that gave him money. Right. You know, so if you really want to come and do your homework, then you come out and do it to everybody. Right. So that you can understand and be fair about it and say, hey, well, then Mr. Castellano got money from his wife's union and was the only one from everybody. Then, you know, potentially there, there is something to it, you know? Right. But what I'm trying to say is that don't come and say something that isn't true if you don't have something to back it up. Right. Because then it puts us in a predicament. You know, it's one thing that we like, for example, that we said it was six and oh, um, it's because we took it because we didn't see it live. Right. So those are the things that I just want to say. And and yes, if if, if we misspoke, well, that's what I like about you is that you come back and and amend and 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 say what we did wrong, which is great so that people can know that, you know what, we're on our toes. Yeah. And, and we're not going to get everything right, guys. We're not. Yeah. And you know what? There's difference of opinions. Uh, you know, Mr. Guerra might say thing, one thing. Mr. Martinez might say another. And at the end of the day, we don't we don't come to a consensus, but it's different opinions. And it's just the way it looks sometimes. So it is what it is. And we're here to make sure that we listen to everybody. So I'm going to move on. Uh, I want to thank you both for co uh, co uh, commenting on it. So SISD is now known at as a district of retaliation. The district of retaliation, and that's a scary word for an educator because when you retaliate against somebody, that is horrible. That is something that they did against you and you're coming back. And why? Because you have power to do so. And let me tell you, a lot of people get retaliated against in the public schools. And that is horrible. And I'm going to tell you, SISD was, is guilty of it because we're going to present our case right now. And if you're powerful, you will not get retaliated on. But if you're not, then, then you're, going to, you're going to see something right here. So I'm going to show you here. Uh, can you guys see that? Yes. Uh, what is it? Can you start it for me? I can see it because I, I only clicked on it. <coughs> Last day early morning. It says uh, Candy Dominguez. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay, so I got it. Thank you. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. So Candy Dominguez, uh, she's a doctor. Candy Dominguez said, uh, "SISD community change is needed on our school board of trustees. Please go out and vote. Our kids deserve it. Transparent leadership, equality, accountability. Please help. Please vote. Things that make you go hmm." So Ms. Candy uh, Dominguez was a teacher at uh, Horizon Heights. She was a teacher there, but lo and behold, her comments got her moved. That's why SISD 
is the district of retaliation. So she made that comment and I'll show you one more of hers and, and we're gonna talk about it after that. Okay, is it that one? I hope so, I hope I got the right one. No, it's, a, it's a, the same one. Let me get the other one and I'm gonna read it for you guys. And um, no, it's the same one. What is happening here? So, and then says, last day of early voting, please let your voice be heard and vote. Do your part, our kids deserve it. Transparent leisure, call it for all. Well, um, Ms. Dominguez, Dr. Dominguez was not in favor of our school board as we were, okay? She was not in favor of the school board like we were. We were in the same boat, we were in the same fight, but uh, come and behold, right after uh, voting, uh, she got moved. And, and that's not cool because let me tell you, um, a lot of people, if you, if you said vote Gandara, vote, vote uh, Rodriguez, vote Nakira, vote um, Guerra, you got retweeted by the superintendent. You got retweeted by associate superintendents. You got retweeted by the Socorro Independent School District. Maybe not the Socorro Independent District, but you got retweeted because you're voting for who they want. And I saw that. And if I'm wrong, come talk to me and we'll talk about it. Okay. Now I'm going to show you another a difference here. Well, I'm not going to show you right now because we're going to lead on to the next story. But that's the district of retaliation. Now, going back to something we said last week, and I'll come back to this. No, I'll save it for later. Uh, now I'm going to show you, and no, let's talk about it first. Rene, no, I'm going to talk with Sal because I, uh, I started with Rene later. Uh, Sal, what do you think? SISD is a district of retaliation. You and I were there. We saw it. People were happy. People were like, they won. Thank God they won. What do you think? Am I wrong about the district retaliation? What do you think? No, you're you're not you're not uh, you're not wrong. And so that that was my sentiment that I was uh, speaking earlier on, and that sentiment is that we got we got trustees in, and so they deserve uh, the that level of respect. Now, when it comes to teachers, um, I had never. And like you just mentioned, we we haven't been watching uh, a long history of these uh, board meetings. And so when we started actually to yesterday, yes, we had an overflow, guys. <laughs> we had an overflow and that overflow consisted of parents, uh, students, uh, uh, transportation. So there were uh, unions that were out there and so that is awesome, guys. That is awesome because now their voices are being heard. Prior to uh, this board, your voices were not heard. And so, yes, I, I, I agree, you know, with what you're saying that, you know, that retaliation uh, was there because it was the mob. It was the, the pack that had all the power no. to do whatever they wanted to. Hold on, Sal. It wasn't the mob. We're the mob. They were the elite. <laughs> they were the powerful. 
The mob is us. We're the thugs. See my shirt? Oh, yeah. Union thugs, baby. That's who we are. Go so, Sorry. And so with that being said, right, um, uh, so, so yesterday was a very uh, uh, fresh breath of air because it, it, it felt people can speak now. People will be heard. And so uh, we're actually seeing uh, yesterday was a taste of what we're yet to see down the road. And so yesterday was a taste in that sense that um, people can speak now and people yeah. are, are not going to be afraid of speaking up. And so, man, it, it's just a little weird of what you're just saying about, you know, if you spoke about the elite, right? If you spoke about their elite, how is it that you got retweeted and we got, you, all of this was happening. And so I have a big problem with, with, with uh, Twitter. I have a big problem where, where administrators, whether teachers are, are tweeting during school hours. Yeah. And if you're one of those, then then you're then you're you just have a lot of time in your hands. Then that's basically what you're telling me. <laughs> and so if if you're doing that, then what's your focus at? Right. It's not with the students, because you're obviously having a lot of time uh, retweeting and tweeting. And I understand if you send one tweet. Uh, maybe showing a project that you guys are doing in that sense, you know, and I'm speaking as, you know, uh, educators uh, point of view, but when you start tweeting nonsense, then what are you doing in the classroom? And, and are you doing a disservice to, to, um, so to you, okay, there you are. could be a problem that could be a problem in that sense right and 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 you remember teachers remember teachers you don't have to tweet anymore espinosa is gone and if your principal is tweeting contact your local school board member and hopefully they contact you back i know pablo will i know probably uh castellanos will because he's been tweeting a lot about that um and so uh, hopefully Mr. Mena and Mr. Morales will as well. I can't speak for Mr. Guerra and I can't speak to Ms. Nakara because they were part of the other ones. So it is what it is. Uh, Renee, SISD, the District of Retaliation. Como la ves? You know, I'm going to give you my two cents. Okay. We've heard all the stories down here about, you know, retaliation, but we, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to give you my opinion. So is there some form of retaliation? I do believe so. Yes. Because it's one thing to hear one or two or three stories. But when you hear it regularly, there might be something to it. Right. Okay. And what I say by might, it's because things happen in society that there's a lot of noise and then something turns out to be true. Right. Not all of it, some of it. So I think it's the same case here in the uh, in the uh, in the district of Socorro, school independent district. Right. Um, and there's also I, I, and, and, and I say some because I, I was in a meeting with with one of the principals that were moved that that. Uh, 
that was moved because um, something happened that 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 what I was told wasn't true. Right. So yes, you get you get some stories that aren't true, but when there's more uh, behind the scenes, then you know you tend to really say there is something to this. Uh, we know that there's a lot of movement with teachers and, and faculty and stuff. So of course, you know, it's retaliation. I'm glad that teachers came out and, and, uh, and uh, voiced their concerns because you're gonna be able to with this new, new board um, without the, the, and hopefully uh, without uh, any, any future retaliations um, because you have a direct line to your, your board members they will lend an ear and they will address your concerns. So I'm glad that they're there. I'm happy that there was a lot of parents that came out, a lot of employees, but I'm sad at the same time. And this is just my opinion. I am very sad and disappointed because everybody that spoke out was the north of I-10. Yeah. And that is the saddest thing is that look at where the restrooms are that we have crappy uh for a better lack of word, because the other word would be shitty. Um, it, it's a, it's, it's a disgusting, uh, uh, to know that, that the restrooms and yet no parent comes and addresses it, uh, down South. Why? Because everybody down South don't want to rock the boat and it's time. It's time for us to really voice our opinions too, right. you know? What's going to happen? You know, everybody up north is going to get what they want because they came out and spoke. Yeah. And 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 they said this is what we want, this and that. You know. But yet we need to come out. We need to come out in force as well and say, "Hey, this is wrong in this school. We need to address this in this school." Because down here in the south is where we're hurting as well. Right. And and that's why I'm happy and this is what I said, I'm happy and sad. I'm happy that they voiced their concerns because something's going up north. Something's yep. happening. But then down here as well, but we just don't voice our concerns. And that's the only sad thing that I saw is that nobody from down here came up and said, hey, well, there's these issues. Yes, we, we've, we've, we know that they've gone out and, and talked to board members, but at that point, what I usually say when I was in council is it's just hearsay. I need proof. I need documentation. I need somebody to come up and voice. And that's how you really, truly um, uh, make a good change. Right. And and I hope everything goes 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 well for the district. Really, uh, I think that they should really look at their policies and procedures on how they treat people that that are very outspoken yeah. against or for the district you know you can't have one without the other so if you're gonna let them voice their opinions for then against should be okay as well or if you're not gonna let the against uh not voice their opinion then you shouldn't uh let the ones that are for right. so it's 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 something that uh they need to look at their policies and procedures um and then and then make a, a conscious choice but i will say this you should never stifle somebody's first amendment for freedom of speech. Exactly. Regardless if you like it or not, regardless if they came up and tell you stuff that you don't like or the district, 
they have every right because the constitution affords us that right. right. And Mr. Sal fought for us so that we can have those rights. So thank right. you, Sal. Thank you, Sal. Um, <laughs> Um, so, so, uh, you know, um, it's, it's one of those things that you say, you gotta be very careful. Uh, you know, people are going to come and voice their concerns and I'm, I'm grateful for that because that's what it, 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 you can see the shift and, and, and I'm happy for that. I'm very, very happy for that. Thank you. Just <clears throat> real quick, Alex. Um, and, and, and it could be possibly Rene that because, uh, it could be a language barrier. And yep. so I'm pretty sure that if they were to even speak in Spanish, uh, their public comment, uh, we have a board that is bilingual. Mm -hmm. And and so they would understand what they're, they're saying. So don't let the language be the reason why you don't go. And so like, yes, like Renew just mentioned right now, we need representation. And if it goes to our audience that are Spanish speaking, hey, still go up there, prepare your speech, go up there because um, Pablo is bilingual. And, and so he's the one that you will be speaking to because uh, he's, he's the one that's uh, representing majority of the Valley. And so the others will pick up as well too. Um, uh, they will pick up. And if they need a translator, then I'm pretty sure they could accommodate that uh, as well. But don't let the language be a barrier for you not to go to, to the board meetings. Sí, señora, que no se deje. No se deje, señora. Vámonos todos. En bola. En bola. Vámonos todos en bola. A ver qué nos para. All right. Moving on, guys. I'm going to have something else to read. We're staying on this topic. Socorro, the, the district of retaliation. And I got, I got a, somebody reached out to me, a teacher did, and I'm not going to read the, I'm going to read most of it, but I'm going to try to protect her, her identity. identity because let me tell you, she writes it in there. She goes, hello, Mr. Garcia, a coworker of mine told me about your podcast and I was listening to your last, last episode. I am a teacher at Socorro High School. She says, I want to share some information. We do have a LOC clerk, which is a loss of credit clerk, Ms. Gamino. She was hired last spring. We also got an additional counselor. Her name is Ms. Ronquillo. I'm also a parent. My son is in 10th grade. When uh, my, my son's in 10th grade, when he was at Sanchez in eighth grade, he received a laptop. Then last year, he got one of the one at the beginning of the year and had it since. I do not understand the shortage of laptops. However, at the high school, students had access to a laptop since, since I've been here. As a matter of fact, there are they are able to keep it when they graduate. I'm not taking any sides, just telling you what I know because I work here. Have a great day. I really appreciate that 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 teacher reaching out because she's kind of saying, hey, don't be, you know, all honest when high school students didn't have it. But let me read you my response to her. Thank you for your information. I greatly appreciate it. We do we do understand that some students have laptops and laptops is because my printer ran out of black ink. Sorry, guys. Am I not wearing my glasses? Laptops. Our argument is that not all students have laptops. We also argue that they try to bring back students to teacher September because of, because of the shortage of laptops. Shortage. Thank you again for your comment. And with your permission, I would like to share this next week. Here's the kicker. You can share my information, but please keep my name out. I hear about the repercussions 
that, that some teachers have experienced and would like to avoid that. Yes, Alex, and so that is the reason why. Yes. Right, but Alex, that is the same reason also that I don't mention none of my sources. No, because of that reason, because I, I know a lot of educators and, and, and even uh, yesterday in, in the, in the, uh, there at the boardroom, I, um, I, I, I end up, um, I bumped into a couple of friends that I went to high school with and, and, uh, and now they're educators. And so I don't want to disclose their names also because I don't want them to be retaliated. These are people that whether I have some sort of connection, whether uh, it's family, whether it's you know an old high school buddy that now works at the school district, that's why I never mention their names. Uh, I never do because I don't want them to be put in the limelight of this sort of retaliation. And so when I speak and I say my sources, that's what it is. But these are SISD employees. And so I'm just, uh, I'm just very careful that I don't say their names at all whatsoever because I don't want them to get retaliated. And so they share a lot of their stories with me. They share what's going on and stuff like that. But I have to take that self-responsibility that I do not bring their names to the, to, to, to the light because if somebody was to tell me, let's say, well, uh, Sal's not giving sources. Sal's not putting a face. Sal's not giving a name. I won't. Yeah. I won't. Because we are right now at a pivot where they could still be retaliated. And so I won't go there. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to uh, put out you know, names out there. But, but uh, a lot of the sources that I have work for SISD. Now... Let me, before I go to you, Renee, before I go to you real quick, mm -hmm. if you get retaliated or you feel like getting retaliated, you should go to your union first and foremost. Socorro Education Association or West Texas Alliance. Okay, join one of them. If that doesn't work, do not go to AFT. Reach out to me. Reach out to the podcast. Uh, we'll give our email at the end. Uh, that shouldn't happen. We'll bring it to light. If you're willing to bring it to light, and 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 that shouldn't happen, guys. Retaliation should not happen. Renee. Yes, every I, I will say this: every employee on any job, regardless what it is, should feel comfortable in their workplace. Period. 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 Nobody should be walking on eggshells, and and that's one of the things that I like that you read that because it proved to Sal's point. There are people that confide and trust and want an outlet. They want their voices heard, but they are afraid of saying I or 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 Sal said or Alejandro said or Rene said. They don't want that. What they want is not to be anonymous, but yet they want their voices heard. Yes. And that's yeah. why they let Sal know or myself or Alex know because those are their sources that say, look, I'm, I'm scared for uh, my employment because it's their livelihood we're talking about, you know? I mean, it's, it's important for them. They, they went to school. They dedicated their time, their money. 
so that they can get a good job. And yet, just because you want to say the truth, you're going to pro- be at the brink of, of, of being terminated. I think that that's, that's horrible. And that's a, a, a harsh feeling to have. And, and I'm not just talking about teachers. I'm talking about principals, uh, 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 anybody, period, in the school district. Nobody should feel that way. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Right, and, right. and and I'm glad that 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 they they let Sal know, uh, Alex know, myself know, because we do know people. We do know, and they they trust us to confide and withheld their names so that their identities won't be known, so that they won't be ridiculed or prosecuted. Um, it, it, you know, um, nobody wants to feel that way. And, and that's a good thing, Sal, that you came out. My, my, I just want to say that that's just my opinion, and it's brought to you by uh, Nutrix. So I'm just, uh, <laughs> I'm just, uh, just saying out there, ten um, percent uh, discount for forty percent, forty. Oh, forty percent, forty. Oh my goodness, <laughs> you know. So, so I'm just, I'm just saying, guys. You know, because I know it's tense. You know, I wanted to say something funny, yeah, but yeah. I know it's tense, and I just want all of you guys that you can trust us. If you have information that you want, uh, or something that that occurred, um, and and you need some help, let us know. Uh, and we'll, we'll bring it out. Than, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know what, we really wouldn't know if you guys don't let us know. Yeah. And 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 how can we fix this problem? with retaliation in the school is by coming out, voicing your voices to us and giving us the information so that we can disseminate it so that change could occur. Slowly but surely, it's going to change. Exactly. Exactly. Brought to you by Nutrix. All right. Uh, I'm going to show you somebody that doesn't get uh, doesn't get Dr. Carmen Olivas Graham. This is her tweet. Be wise. The opponents have no data to support their claims. They are they, these are board members. We need we need they care about our kids. And she retweeted uh, Mary Gonzalez uh, tweets her endorsement and Dr. Olivas Graham endorsement. She works for SISD. She's a school board member. Uh, EPCC school board member. I have no idea what her position is at SISD, but she should get moved. Yeah, she should get moved because she said something. And we hate when teachers say something or administrators. Is she an administrator? Because that, that means she's she has the power to say whatever she wants and get away with it. Okay, so that's Dr. Graham and Mary... Yeah, we'll get into her right now. Hi, Mary. So let me show you that. I'm going to show you one more. One more. What am I singing? I don't know. Uh, we are the top district due to our team-focused hard works. Experienced board members need to be back. I'm taking my lunch hour. You have a lunch hour? I have 30 minutes. Every teacher has 30 minutes. Where did you get the other 30 minutes from? You must be an administrator. <laughs> to remind you to please vote. 
What in the world? Where did Dr. Wow. Pam get an hour for lunch? Yo estoy así. Ay, ay, ay. Come, come, come. No hables, no hables. If you, if, if you're, you know you're married to a teacher when the food does the food finishes before it hits the hits the the waiter hits the the table because we're like let's eat and that came up yesterday Sal that you're 15 minutes more of lunch and 15 minutes more of uh of recess, uh, recess for the kids which is great I think it's great uh, and now we have a school board that's actually going to listen so is Dr. Graham going to be retaliated against because if she's an administrator she should be demoted. Because she said something, or is it because she said something about the right people, so she's going to get moved up? She's failing up. Is that what's going to happen, Sal? Tell me. Uh, well, no. I mean, if you're going to be fair, it's got to be across the board. Uh, you would assume. You would yeah. assume, bro. Renee, what do you think? You know, I'm, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to stick to my guns, right? Um. Nobody should be retaliated, period. Ah. I, know, I know, I know, I know you said, oh, she should, and I get it. I understand what you're, what, what, what it the is. The point I'm making. Yes, the point you're making. I understand, Lee. I understand. And, and she, she's a school board member. Yeah. And it's one of the things that I say is that how, how funny it is that you're allowing people to be outspoken, but for you, but you're not allowing people to be outspoken against, against you. you. And those are being retaliated. And that's hence your, your, um, your comment is that I know what you're, what you're saying. Nobody should. If you're going to allow them to be pro, then you're going to allow them to be against. End of story. Because they moved the teacher because of this. Yes. They and, and that's a sad thing. That is a sad thing. And, that's and horrible. It's, it's, that's, the SISD is a district of retaliation. Yes. And we, we made and our working, point. And we're working to change that image. We and brought the evidence. Yes. And that's why you bring it up. Because it's something that is, that is, is, is brought there, put into uh, policies, and that needs to change. Yeah. That really needs to change. All right, uh, I'm bringing this up because where are the laptops? And did you know in 2015, hashtag TMSISD launched Operation Future Ready to expand digital learning opportunities for students, staff. Last two years, SISD has invested 22 million, not 15. We said 15 million last time. Uh, in laptops and tablets for all 47,000 plus SISD students to have access to a personal mobile device. Uh, we just heard yesterday that everybody has a laptop now. But when, when we were going trying to go back, there wasn't none then. So they spent $22 million. Now they have them? All I'm saying is that we made a mistake last week saying $15 million. But look, El Señor Espinosa corrected us at 22 million so now we know everybody has one a little bit late but everybody has one so i want an audit on those 22 million when everybody gets a chance all right so uh going back to our last our last 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 uh story and let's get miss dr graham up again uh our last story is about mary gonzalez 
she is your district uh, 75. Uh, and and there's there's a lot of inside politics that I'm involved with, that Inez involved with, uh, that we see things that, well, that's not cool. I'm not going to mention any names, but, I, you know, when, when there was another candidate running, um, they, uh, people put their, their cuchara where it's not supposed to be. And, and Mary Gonzalez said, you can't sit here. Or you can't, what's that thing for Mean Girls? You can't sit with us? Is that what it is? Whatever it is. Sal looks at me like, you're an idiot. But um, that's what's happening. So Mary Gonzalez did endorse all four incumbents. Okay. This is just state rep. She represents us, Sal. She represents you, Renee, and you know it. Uh, and, and, and she hasn't returned emails. And just like everything else, when, when election season comes, I, I am here for you. We're friends. Ah, whatever. Um, so she endorsed them. But the thing was, there was a race a couple years back that I was in, in charge of and involved with. And she reached out to a couple of teacher unions and said, yeah, that's not going to happen. You're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. And we're like, we're not going to do what? Yeah, uh, we don't we don't roll that way. We don't roll to what you say, and we don't roll what to the Paso delegation says. And guess what? It happened. We beat them. Good. So the thing here is that again, she got into local politics. Doctor Mary Gonzalez got into local politics and endorsed these four incumbents, and again. She got involved with teacher unions. And we know AFT bows to her. AFT le da todo. But there's other teacher unions that don't. And, and, and they stood up to her again. SEA and TSTA stood up to her, which I'm very proud to be a member of, of TSTA. And they said, yeah, that's not going to happen. Uh, before anything else, uh, uh, Angie Soto did stand up to her and said, no, we're going to let our members decide. And before everything fell apart, the members did decide on Pablo Barrera and 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 Mr. Martinez and Castellanos. And no, they actually didn't endorse Castellanos. Oh, okay. Isn't that crazy? So wow. it fell apart after that. But that's a little bit of inside politics. And I would I would I would hope people would be more how can I say? Neutral, I guess I'm trying to say today. Neutral. I'm trying to say, hey, calmada, stay in your lane. Let us, let us citizens take care of what we got to take care of. But uh, two of those four lost with your endorsement. And I promise you, this is not the last you hear of this because I'm. we're not happy. Don't tell us what to do. We'll tell you what to do. Sal, what do you got? Exactly. I mean, she's an elected official. And so, like you just said right now, we are going to tell you uh, what you do because we are the bosses. And so we put you in those, uh, in those seats. And this is exactly uh, what I've, I've had uh, other, other conversations with other people. And, and um, you know, when the union starts getting, in this case, I mean, I, I understand it's, it's a state rep. 
but uh, when unions, uh, um, elected of other elected officials in, in, other, in, in other capacities start getting involved into uh, local uh, politics, then, then how is a union gonna really represent you when you're throwing money at incumbents? Uh, now uh, we're starting to see this um, uh, state rep, uh, uh, Mayor Gonzalez uh, doing the same thing. So how, how are they neutral? And, and so uh, nobody's being neutral because everybody's um, throwing money at who they want or an endorsement it doesn't necessarily have to be money, but it could be an endorsement on, on who you want to see. And, and so like you just said right now, uh, stay in your lane. And so if you're a state rep, if you're a member of, the, of your union, you know, uh, stay in your lane because we the people will elect who we want to be representing us. Um, and that's why we cast a vote. And so, um, you know, that is the, 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 the best thing that, that I could pick up at this mo moment, uh, Alex, is stay in your lane. Thank you, Sal. Renee? Well, this opinion is brought to you by Nutrix. <laughs> so, no, look at Nutrix. It's, it's, um, look, I, I have a different point of view, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put it to you this way. Um, she has every right to say I like these right individuals to run. Where I do draw the line is you actively going and forcing entities, unions, uh, 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 you know, to go the other way. You know, it's one thing you publicly come out and say, oh, I endorse so-and-so. Okay, right. you have every right. But the minute you cross that line and the minute you start calling and actively waging a, a, a war against other individuals because you want them to vote a certain way. I mean, that's that's wrong. I mean, that's where I draw a line. It's like, no, yeah, that's a no-no. I mean, you know, you you can do whatever you want to do, but to me, it's wrong. It's really wrong. Um, you should let uh, the people uh, voice their opinions um, because they are going to come out and vote. Not just because even if I like a candidate, you know, I don't want people to, if you ask me, okay, then I'll give you my opinion and why, you know, but I'm not going to force anybody to vote for whoever I want. You know, um, would I like for them to take my opinion uh, into consideration? Of course, you know, we all do. But the minute you actively go out there and try to force people to do what you say, because you're using your, uh, and, and it might seem this way is that you're using your political office, you're stretching that muscle, uh, that's, that's wrong. That's very wrong. You're doing a disservice to our community. Um, you know, I'm glad that the, the people spoke um, and they put the candidates of their choosing. And it shows that some people are just out of touch. Yeah. And, and, and I'm glad that, uh, that, uh, that uh, people voted 
you know, um, and that's it. But you shouldn't, you shouldn't be out there pushing your agenda because, you know, you, you, it might be construed as you have a, a, an agenda uh, that you don't want nobody well, to know about. I think, you know? I think accountability is a big thing. And, mm-hmm. and she got yes. her way on doing things with Gary on the board. Uh, the relationship is their relationship, whatever. They can have a working relationship, doesn't matter. But when you get involved in things that you shouldn't get involved in, and, and I'm going to tell you something before we go, is that um, this is a tweet from Georgina Perez. And I'm going to tell you, Mary co-authored this, this bill. Now is the time to contact your senator. Ask them to block HB 547. We don't support upending Texas sports and putting millions of public school students at a competitive disadvantage. Mary Gonzalez co-authored that bill that's going to let charter schools and and and, and homeschooling. I mean, I'm not 100% sure what it is. I know I, I've talked to Georgina about it. Uh, I'm not very confident in telling you what it is, but it's 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 nothing. It's something that's going to destroy our public school sports. So she co-authored it, and I know that because I looked it up. And the El Paso delegation supported it. So those are things that, that are missing. You're missing those things. And Georgina's, it, Georgina Perez is hardworking for you guys. And, and that's the thing. And, and, and here we are. And, and here we are uh, still fighting that same fight we're always going to fight. And I hope and I pray that people do stay in their lanes. She can do Alex, whatever. To, Alex, do whatever. To add to you, yes. To add to you is what you just said brought up a point that we we talked about uh, four meetings ago, uh, four podcasts ago, more or less about you need to watch what your representatives do. Is is why do you? And I'm talking out to the teachers. I'm talking out to the unions. Why do you persist in pushing somebody that is harming you and your members? Yeah. Understand that. And I will say it one more time. You know, it's it's you are taking future jobs away to building up the 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 uh, the charter schools. Yeah. What's going to happen? Your salaries aren't going to be as good as they are because there aren't going to be that many jobs because your children are, are taking your taxpayer money away from public schools to go to the charter schools because of people like her bringing co-authoring this bill that is against public uh, schools. So whose fault is it? Do your homework, unions. Do your homework, teachers. Please, we're talking about your survivability. And not just because they're Democrats, are they good? Yes, yes. I've always said that. Don't choose somebody because it's 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 a female, or don't choose somebody because they're they're uh, disadvantaged. No, you vote for a candidate who will better serve you. Period. It might be a white female. It might be a white man. It might be a black male. It might be a black woman. It might be a, a, a brown man. It might be a brown woman. That does have no bearing. You want to choose the best candidate. 
And this is what you're getting. Mary Gonzalez introduced the bill that she co-authored that is going to take possibly funding away from public schools. And that well, is going to hurt. Yeah. And coaches, you should be really worried about this. Yes. Coaches, yes. you should be really so worried it, about it, this. it goes back to the same thing. Why continue giving your money, giving your donations, and giving your time to support somebody that is backstabbing you? If anybody's run, interested in running for District 75, let us know. Uh, I think one person listens to us, and that one person will vote for you. And then us three will vote for you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Alex, for cutting you in. This, this is this is brought to you by Union Thug T-shirt. Um, and by Nutrix. And Nutrix. All right. Uh, Sal, give us your last word, buddy, so we can get out of here. My dog was barking, so I guess he was agreeing with everything you guys were saying. Uh, last word. Uh, it was good to see uh, a lot of people yesterday at, at, the, at the board meeting. Um, I would encourage them to continue doing so. Um, your voices are, is being heard, and so that, that is a, a great thing. Uh, two, uh, very enlightening, uh, just the same sentiment that, that you had um, early on, on, Alex, that, um, you know, can we say that it felt like rock star status? Uh, yeah. Más o menos? It did. It felt very nice. It felt very it, nice. It felt nice. I mean, it felt nice because uh, we don't see or we don't know you know, who's, who's watching. And so, um, you know, uh, I, I think if Rene would have been there, he would have, uh, share that, that same feeling as well too, you know? And so, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was, I was, I know I wanted to go, but it was my daughter's birthday. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, I'm just saying, you know, I, I appreciate uh, the listeners. I appreciate the audience because uh, we, uh, we, we, we started and, uh, uh, you know, prior to this, it was, it was Alex and, and Pablo. And so we've come a long way uh, with now, you know, uh, Pablo being uh, elected, uh, uh, myself and Rene uh, joining in. And, and filling in that gap. And so um, we've seen, uh, we've seen it grow. And it's, it's, you know, and, and like you said earlier, Alex, uh, we're doing this for free. We're not, you know, if, if somebody wants to sponsor us, then, then by all means, we'll take some sponsors. But uh, we don't do it for that reason. We, we actually do it because we are a outlet. We are a voice for, for, for a lot of people. And so that just gave me that, that motivation uh, on my end to continue uh, listening to, to the public and to bringing it here. And so, uh, so I, I'm, you know, I'm just grateful for, for everything that has been going on these, these past two weeks. And so Rene, appreciate it. Uh, Alex, I appreciate it for, for uh, letting me be in this platform. 
And again, uh, thanks, thanks again for, for all the audience and listeners that we have. Thank you, Sal. Renee, last words. You know, like Sal said, you know, and, and Alex believes it the same way. Without you, we ain't here. Um, it's just sad that we have to be doing this because we want to change. You know, I, I wish that we didn't have to do this. That meant that everything would be hunky-dory, but it's not. And, and uh, you know, we're, we're happy that you guys entrust in us and you let us know um, uh, things that are occurring, all of the, all of the uh, things that need to be changed. We will bring them in here. And, you know, like I, I, I agree with, with uh, Sal, is that, you know, um, Alex gave us the opportunity to come in and, and voice our opinions and, and listen to you guys. But this show wouldn't be anything without you guys. So we want to thank you. And, and like always, you know, it's brought to you by Nutrix and uh, Union Thug. Um, so, so, you know, I'll just leave you with this. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you very much. All right, guys. So, um, yeah, uh, last uh, Diaz de Mayo was crazy. Um, uh, we, my wife, my daughter, we went to go make sure that... Um, there was a lot of rumors about things that are going to happen and we were really freaking out. And let me tell you, Pablo went out of his way to make sure that everything was safe. And that was just craziness that day. Uh, we went, I wore a red shirt. It felt like I felt, had a bullseye on me. Uh, yeah. Dr. Graham looked at me crazy, me crazy. I was like, Oh bro. A lot of people were looking at me and, and Sal and they were like, and, and uh, what I love is how, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care because the thing is, at the end of the day, I fall asleep like a baby, except when I when the night before a show and I have to get things ready. And 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 we're humbled. I I I I we really appreciate our fans. Um, you know, we're here for you guys. You guys make us who we are. Um, but I'll tell you something, a story about my wife. We were thinking I've always wanted to do a podcast, but my wife uh one day said get what you need to get, buy what you need to buy and just start it. And that was her. So behind every great man is an even greater woman because she told me, she goes, do it because you always talk about it. Just do it. So we did it. And here we are since September, we've been here. Uh, it takes about two hours away from my family, but it, it's great to, to know what we're doing is the right thing. Um, you know, retaliation is a horrible word. Retaliation means that because you did something, there's an opposite action going to be done upon you. Um, if you're a principal and you can live with that, that is, that's horrible. You're a horrible person. If you're going to do a retaliation to a person uh, because they did, they did, they spoke out, then you're a horrible person. You're powerful. You're the, the if you're an administrator, you have power and you're using that power and the leverage against the powerless which are teachers most of the time. So please check yourself in the mirror and check yourself because if you're moving a teacher from a section, if you're moving a teacher from a school, if you're trying to get rid of a teacher, that means you're using your power against them for one reason or the other. Again, the powerful versus the powerless. We are the powerless because power should be given to the people and should be given to the teachers. 
a in a true democracy, it should be spread. Power should be spread to everybody. That's why they say we have power because we're voters, but not everybody votes. And in a true democracy, power is given out equally. Mary Gonzalez has drank the juice, has become one of the elites because we have a El Paso delegation, and that's a cool thing, I guess. Well, it's not cool. She's she's tried to maneuver her ways into two races that I know about. And if Mary Gonzalez thinks I'm lying, come on the show because she doesn't she knows I'm not lying. Okay, because I know a lot of people, and they told me. So keep your eyes on the road and for some reason you're agreeing with charters when you said you didn't and if you want me to bring a letter out to uh, i will because you wrote me a letter promising things so we'll, we'll we'll worry about that later uh i've told this to the guys a lot it's not sal it's not renee and it's not me it's us at the end of the day it will always be us us in a group us together, us fine. We have our disagreements. We don't look eye to eye on everything because we're not supposed to. Because we're all like my my abuelita just say, "Cada cabeza es un mundo." But at the end of the day, if you live in Socorro, and now if you live in the James Butler area, I would like to talk to you too, because Dr. K I means she she put out it the way it is. We need to take the power back. And, and, and putting Pablo and Mr. Castellano on the board is, is halfway there. But now we got to look at your local races soon. Okay? There's still school uh, city councilmen suing the cities to get money for themselves because they want to retain the power. The power belongs to the people, not to the elite, not to the powerful. Ms. Graham got away with doing what she did and other teachers got away because they did the incumbents. She should have been demoted as other teachers were moved from the schools for, for saying their First Amendment right, free speech. How can you live with yourself when you're doing that? It's a sad day when we have to talk about freedom of speech still. It's past 3.30, and it's and if it's before 7.30, you're fine. Those are rules, and that's fine. And I understand there's ethics. But if you're using your power to hurt people, or you're using your power to get rid of people at your school, then you need to look at yourself in the mirror. If you're an administrator or a central office personnel, and you're, you're trying to ploy things, then look at yourself in the mirror and say, I'm a horrible person because I'm using my power to hurt people the powerless and that's why you join the union and that's why unions are so important this is a very long show we're at two hours and two minutes uh i didn't think it was gonna go this long but it did i'm glad it did we always have a great conversation here and this is a conversation me sal and renee will have any day we just make sure you guys see it as well so for renee rodriguez Sal Chagoya, I appreciate your time. You guys have a great week. Reach out to us. Uh, email is garciaparasoco at yahoo.com or uh, garciaparasoco at Twitter or whatever else we have. All right, guys. Uh, have a great week. We'll see you later. Bye-bye.